This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the DJ Life podcast with the audio working for once. Um, totally was working previously to this, but anyways, welcome back. We have Eric, who just barely made it after taking the baby to the, the doctors. Yes, and yes. Um, sick baby, but we're all good. We're all good. He's enjoying the wonderful changes to the wedding wire and the not email notifications today that kill. most of us have already dealt with and had to deal with. I so, could kill him. So, I besides kill that, him, but... Anyways, okay. we have a familiar guest back on the podcast, Mr. Aaron Thomas. Burr, burr, burr. DJ A Rock. What's up. happening? What's happening? Not What's coming happening? to us from Athens, Ohio, like he normally would be, but he's coming from Tallahassee, Florida. Why is that? Are you on a cruise right now? No. No. I have so unfortunately I can't cruise because I signed a eight what? week. Uh, eight week, eight city deal with a company. So I'm basically following a organization around the country doing their live streaming. Huh. So when you talk about audio issues, it, it's uh, that's the one thing I pray don't happen when we get ready to uh, start our live streams. Well, you just got to make sure you check your audio sources before you start, uh, which uh, on occasion I yeah. might forget to do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, shit. And the one time, and the few, and the two times that like I don't check is the two times it isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to all the homies in the chat. Um, Was in the chat. As yeah. always. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions or just shit you want to talk about, feel free to throw it in there. We got a couple topics, though. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll circle back. But um, we do, well, let's let's open it, let's DJ. open it up with uh, we you know you know it'd be funny if we actually started to make this more of a structured show and opened up with like. Eric's Facebook post of the week. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 made a, I made a Facebook post, actually, the other day, and I was like, I want to make a new podcast that just I goes that. through DJ idea sharing and just talks about the posts. Like, I wouldn't even ha- you wouldn't even have to plan it. It would just be like ridiculous you know and sometimes not maybe it would even be good sometimes but most of the time see see you know this would be great if we hit a thousand subscribers and then maybe we could do something with the show and be a little more creative yeah 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 well so so what he's saying is if y'all motherfuckers would subscribe maybe i could talk about some bullshit (laughs) i'm subscribed i'm subscribed i'm subscribed you know like whatchamacallit uh spinelli his his show's like two hours and like uh, he does like those segments at the beginning, and we could do some segments at the beginning, and then bring the guest in. That wouldn't be so bad. So we could literally be like Eric's Facebook bullshit of Honestly, the week. No, if we do, right, if we could week. just take two, two or three screenshots, I, all I need is the what was said, and just pop them up and on go the screen. from there. Yeah, I mean, all right, we can read it. It doesn't matter because sometimes people are listening on Spotify. Yeah, I know. We we'll just read it and then discuss you know it doesn't have to be a shred fest but it, it might mostly be. will be it might be <laughs> there's a chance so let's let's just go through one little example of how that would play out 
<clears throat> I conveniently, and I quote. yeah, I, I conveniently have a screenshot from DJ Idea sharing. Um, uh, a friend of mine actually posted it. Um, we'll we'll start here. Okay, so screenshot. You can check my Instagram. I posted it the other day. So the original post says. Does anybody purposely schedule breaks into their busy season? My market is busy and we are high in demand. I personally do two weddings per weekend and have the demand to do that for 16 plus weeks straight, uh, both in spring and summer and again in the fall. Okay. Um, he stopped taking triple headers, though. Um, but all the prep for each event, running the multi-op, then being gone all the weekend from the family definitely takes a toll on my mind and body. For those... For those DJs doing this many weddings, what parameters or guides do you use to avoid a burnout? So he's asking, he, he's working too fucking much, basically, and he's burnout. He's just asking if people put up, you yeah. know, like, oh, I, I take off this week and that week every year to, to take a breather. That's I'll, what it, the post is talking about. You know, Loki, I would ask a sec, uh, some secondary questions as to how big is this multi-op, and then also... I can tell you, actually, so I know oh, these details. <laughs> uh, it's not huge. There's pr- He probably has three guys working for him, subs. That's a lot, but... Uh, not full-time, well, I would imagine. Is he full-time? He is. Uh, okay. He's definitely full-time. I would say he's got a system problem, honestly. I don't think he has good enough systems in place. Well, he's he's taken too many events himself, and that's a that's an opinion. He wants to. He clearly wants to, or he doesn't yeah, have to. I would say training. But that's stuff. two times sixteen. I'm he doing need, the math. He needs so, vibo. Oh, so we're doing like 40, needs, 40 events. Like forty events. Sixty or sixty one. So so this is actually a result of automateyourdjp.com because he's a user, <laughs> and this is just what happens. You just get over overblown with so work. he needs to raise his prices is what i'm hearing maybe but not the point his <laughs> okay, question okay get to the point of his question do is you what take... do you do to to prevent yourself from getting burnout basically i do that I, I honestly so when i go work on a ship i do a month to three month long contracts so when i first started i used to literally do three month long contracts and i go every winter i literally do ou's homecoming and then i'll leave literally the next day and i'll be gone for three months and I will literally take the month of February off. Yeah. Because on the ship, on the ship, I'm working seven days a week. Yeah. Right. So that that's burnout. So yeah, when yeah. people are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm doing, you know, a, a event here, event there, take ninety days, and you're doing three different <laughs> events each day. Yeah, you know, I mean, so, I've never even done anything like that, so I can't. Not, even not to sidetrack <laughs> off that, but sidetrack we, all you want. Sidetrack okay, all you want. I'll we'll come say, back. We're we we're going. This is how it's going to be. We, it's been quite a while in terms of episodes since we've had Aaron and uh, Howard on here last time. So what what and I, I, I honestly didn't realize it until you told me back in the day in terms of what how much of a grueling demand it is on a cruise line DJ in terms of the work that you're putting in day in and day out on a cruise. It's literally an all day DJ. Um, thing so yeah so it varies per company right so some of these companies will hire you in as a guest dj right so howard he does more of a guest dj type deal a couple other people like dana she do like guest dj um but with carnival you come on as a crew member employee dj right so you're there um and our our days depend on support day right so if support day we're usually not working during the daytime we'll usually off the ship exploring the island but if it's a sea day we would start 11 a.m. 
Oh, with these loud trucks out here in Tallahassee. Mm. Uh, mm. 11, uh, 11 a.m. to 2. Right. <laughs> 11 a.m. to 2. And then if we're in the atrium, we do an atrium party from 6 to 7. And then we go open a nightclub from 10 to 2 or 10 to 3. Depends on what port you're in. Out of Miami, on a 3 and 4 day, we've been in a club to 3 o'clock in the morning. And that's just because we're trying to get out of there because the people don't want to leave. Yeah. Uh, when I was in California, we was usually out by 2, 2.30. So, you know, you, you're doing an eight-hour day. You're just doing different locations. So yeah. daytime, we out by the pool. Midday, we're inside in the atrium, and then we got the nightclub. So, mm-hmm. But it's, it's DJ boot camp. You know, I always, always hear people like, yeah, man, I'm an awesome DJ. Like, really? Go work on a cruise ship. I'll never <laughs> do that job. I say, you, you think you're that great? Go work on a boat. They uh-huh. say... Why? I say because you don't, we have 4,000 people every seven days New. and you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. So you can have Truly people put you to coming. the test of music knowledge. And, it is the test of music requests and, or can they request, can they reach you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, I personally, I like requests for the, for the fact that I know what this group wants to hear for the next seven days. Right. Cause you're going to get your saying to two, 300 people come to the club every night. Uh-huh. It may be 4,000 people on board, but you're going to have that same group. They come to the club to right. party yeah, yeah. every single. So, you know, when that person woke up to you, you know, what song they want to hear, mm-hmm. right? You know, by, by day five, you, you know, the whole playlist, yeah. you know, the last night I just played the bangers that everybody requested all week. Cause I just go to history, make a new crate of what I played all week and basically do my top hits on the last night of the cruise. All right, we're about to throw it down. You memorize people's names and shit like, all right, just going out to blah, 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 you know? Then mm-hmm. next morning, whole nother group getting on board. Yeah. Then you start all over. Yeah, I honestly, I could never. I mean, I I, I want to say <laughs> I could do it. I would never want to do it. You know, that just sounds. But And for anyone like thinking that's like a drug it, through the fire, you know, like. And for anybody that's like out there being like, oh, that's just like a wedding. You get a new group every single. No, it's not even close. You're talking about international here. uh, People coming from all over the world to a cruise versus you might have some people like here in North Carolina. You might have some people came from New York. Some people came from Florida. (laughs) Yeah. There's there's two or three people. You're playing Mr. Brightside. You're playing Bruno Mars. You're playing Smash Mouth. Nelly and Smash Mouth. It's all all the same. Yeah, but Usher. It's the same fucking (laughs) shit every time. And I hate the DJs. Like, I don't do that. It's like, okay, well, uh, 70% of your set you do, though. Like, I realize 30% you try and get creative. Okay, cool for you. Like, whatever. You know, it's the the funniest comment I see on my YouTube channel or just like people message me like, you play the same music every wedding it's like because the same damn songs get the same damn reactions yeah, and I, like, that's what i post is what gets the best reactions yeah. right i might well, have you played know it's some creative shit here and there but it didn't get that solid reaction like yeah by usher gets every single time right well it's, you know i try to be creative when i'm on a boat trying to switch it up but a lot of times people don't want the new stuff you know they want that banger they they got that seven days of no work they're ready to party this is what they want to hear and so forth, you know, but I did get a, a music, you know, history lesson when I went from Florida working out of Miami to Texas out of Galveston port. And I got a huge uh, Latin uh, 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 learning experience, you know, stuff to work in Florida is not flying in Texas. The stuff I'm putting in Texas is not flying in California and the stuff in California definitely is not flying in Miami, you know, cause right. carnival have ports. And then last summer I wound up in Europe for a month. Mm-hmm. So it was a completely different 
yeah, atmosphere. Yeah. You know, the club was dead, but the daytime was good. You know, the older hmm. people on board, it was like 14 day cruises. So, yeah. you know, you know, the demo older. was was 50 and up. <laughs> so the club was dead at 1030. Right. We opened and we're ready to close. <laughs> but but yeah, I'm sitting there playing ABBA. I did not know ABBA had this much music. So oh I started God. working that contract. Yeah, they were they were like uh, if you were alive at the time or like old enough to were they like to a music Bruno? of your choice at the time. Were they like a Bruno back then? They were bigger than that. Music was, was bigger than that. You know what I mean? It's hard to compare Destiny it Child. because Destiny Child. <laughs> it's hard to compare it to to an artist today because th- there wasn't as much music. So the big artists yeah. were so fucking big. It's just like it, it's something yeah. you're, you're, you can't compare it to. Almost. I think the closest I can think to it is like Michael Jackson. If I'm feeling the, Michael right. Jackson is just like that. You know, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But yeah. that, that's a little bit closer to like now than what ABBA was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would imagine Michael ABBA, Jackson when he was younger in Jackson know, Five, Jackson, Jackson Five, five yep. and yeah. even like the '80s and in this, you know, uh, totally different. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, nine late '90s, it's, it it got different. You know early 90s even well um, it, it got saturated you know and that's the right. thing i got over in europe was it was a whole nother music genre that i wasn't hip to you know like uh the group uh uh s7 or something like that it's it like seven yeah club, music right tv show or whatever i used to yeah, watch the so, shit out of that i know exactly what you're talking about so it's, it's the uk version of the backstreet boys yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, they so, were an abba ripoff they covered all the abba songs you know it right? was like the thing yeah um so the you, thing you is mixed them in, it was crazy yeah well the thing is uh you know as time goes on information travels faster right and more conveniently and therefore more of it is at your fingertips. And back then, the only artists that, you know, people would put money behind and truly make it, it, w- it was just far and few between. So you mm-hmm. had like, you know, six or six to 10 choices. It wasn't mm-hmm. like today where literally you're just Spotify's at your fingertips and you could listen to the catalog of someone who's made, you, you could listen to my catalog, you know, and I'm like, who the fuck am I? You get my point. Um, right. So... So ABBA yeah. was monster huge, basically. But it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, I call it a DJ boot camp. You know, people are like, oh, well, sucks working on a cruise ship. Like, man, I love working on it because it keeps me fresh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it keeps me, it keeps my mind from going to mush. Like, the weddings, you know you're going to play your, your top 100, and then you're going to throw an extra 50 in there, right? But uh-huh. every week, you know, I was like, man, what can I mix this in? Like, I literally was like finding the most random songs to mix to keep my my set fresh uh-huh. it's like all right can i mix gloria stefan in with put bull and bring it back to bruno mars and then put waka flock in there mm-hmm. yeah. all all in 10 minutes right. <laughs> you and know I, like, I will say the wedding thing has its own reasons as to why it badgers your soul you know like uh <laughs> you know, brides right off the bat i don't even need to go into it they are terrible you know, they just, they, and some are cool. Obviously some brides are cool, but typically not, uh, you know, and they run you into the ground. It's like, you're a, you're their, their punching bag, you know? Uh, I mean, I, I love weddings personally. Like, you know, I, do I did I the, mean, clubs, I'm in the business, you know? but you get my point. Like, I, yeah, it's yeah. just a different scenario and it is tiring, but you know, what's, what's come a long way. You know, I've been doing weddings for probably 18 years. And you can talk to the guys who've been doing it as long as I have. The weddings aren't what they used to be. Like most people don't even have a 
you know, they have a first dance and that's it. Mm-hmm. They're like, we don't care about a bridal party dance. We're not doing bouquet. We're not doing garter. Mm-hmm. We may do some with our parents. We I may for- not. I we forgot that was party. even a thing. The bridal party dance. I don't even know about that. <laughs> right. Yeah, they I don't used know to if be I've a, ever done that. They honestly. used to be a thing. They did a bridal party dance, like a slow song out. with the bridal party. Huh. And yep. then it, and yep. some of them yep. did it a fast song, but like yep. it yep. actually used to be a thing. You, you know, typ- typically there's a, a couple, you know, but it is Dollar the dance. formalities <laughs> are going away. But either way, you know, you've got the ceremony and even though it's easy stress because you know how much that motherfucker cares you know and if one little blip of a hiccup it is like detrimental you know um and organizing the event talking to the coordinator that you don't give a fuck what she has to say just all of that stuff it's just annoying you you, so it it does weigh you down so so you took february off um yeah i would say a realistic thing to do from like a like in this in homeboy's shoes who posted the status mm-hmm. i would say you Take know a month uh you know one one or three months a year maybe three months a year D- divvy your year up into sections like that and give all the weddings to your dudes you know and take the month off and chill. i'm i mean like from from my perspective like that is the time to go ham what like he's talking about is like three months and three months that is everyone's wedding season there's a there's a yeah. spring and there's a fall season and I go ham every spring and every fall season, practically every week. Mm-hmm. And it's different from where you're from, I'm sure. But uh, but basically, I have my year broken up. I have my yeah. year broken up. Basically, first part of the year, I'm getting off the ship. So I'm coming off the ship in January. I start following up with all the brides I booked the year before for the upcoming summer in February. Spring kick in. OU. I'm at OU doing all the events, you know, from basically March, April, and basically the first week of uh, May. And then I'm into weddings. I don't even bother to mess with proms anymore unless I'm doing a photo booth. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just not feeling the high school crowd anymore. I just, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm at that point. And then I go into weddings and then fall, come back around Ohio University, all their events, and then uh, the college, other college events, and then I'm back on the boat, and then February, <laughs> yeah. re- repeat it over and over, you know. And, and I did it. I did it that way for even with my store. I was working on a ship for five years with the store open. So, Damn. which, so and you're, <laughs> it's one of those things, man. You said you're 44? I'd be 44 tomorrow. 44 tomorrow. Happy early tomorrow. birthday. Uh, well, thank three you. Hours, thank you. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, okay. So, the Facebook post. Facebook. <clears throat> <laughs> so, I will. So, my return comment that got a bunch of laugh reacts. I it got said, one for me. It, okay. One. <laughs> okay. All right. I said, I feel this job has a shelf life, so DJ should squeeze every dollar that they can out of it while they are still not that guy and if you are super old but you don't think you're that guy you are now i will add in everyone has a cutoff age that is different mm-hmm. because if you don't look super old you're you not go longer yeah like it's not about you it's about the perspective of the young generation it is about this 20 year old girl that's having a wedding or whatever she's having and looking at her dj and if she's like oh he's cool we're good 
But if she's like, he's fucking. That's my grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> then, then I don't care if you're playing Waka Flocka and whatever the cool shit is. She's like, this is fucking weird. You know what I mean? And DJs will argue with you all day about that. But I'm sorry, so it's just not up to you. That's all there is to it. So what you're saying is a Botox subscription later on in life might be a good idea to pr- yeah. prolong your... Dye your hair, some Botox. <laughs> prolong your life a little bit. Yeah. Get some bait you know, gear. <laughs> you know, me and Rick had these conversations many times. You know, I mean, you have to you have, to have a plan, you know, and, and that's the issue is that I meet a lot of like, all right, so not to get off tangent, but during a pandemic, you found out who really had a legit business and who did not have a legit business, right? And I mean, it, it was, you don't, you don't want to pick on or say anything, but you know, when people was like, oh man, I'm struggling, struggling this, and you know, I'm like, you know, if you had your stuff intact, you could apply for this, 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 this. Like I was literally, I got recruited from the SBA and the SBDC, the small business, and I was literally helping people apply for grants mm-hmm. during the pandemic, right? Because yeah. they, I worked with them closely, and it's just amazing how many people don't have their shit together. I'm I, like, all right, do you got your taxes done for the last two years, three years? And they're like, yeah. I would, I would, <laughs> I would raise you one on that. And it's, it's also something that I think education wise is not prevalent. A, a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't understand, like, they, they, in terms of like starting a business and I've been started right. running this talking to some people that are trying to like become DJs. I'm like, you got to go get your EIN number. What? And what's that? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> what's what the that? EIN you got to go get registered, be a registered business with the state with your LLC really? license. What? What? And they're so, and they're, so, and they're so, so confused. Like what? some so, of them, some of them get the EIN part, but they don't understand. There's also like a state portion too. I, I and, right. And I, you keep going. Keep oh, well, going. And I'm just, that's just what I'm saying. Like there's no, like there's no information on that. Like, like that's not something there's shit loads of research resources out there. Like I was looking the other day, I can go be, being an OU alumni. They have all the programs and shit. I can go take courses for free to learn how to be a better business person for free. Um, yep. and they provide that free to actually anybody in the state of Ohio, but there's also ones locally too. It's just, it, the bar is so low to start a DJ company specifically. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that ours are, are nothing because we put in the effort, but you don't have to, you know, it's you, 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 if you just literally like, I'm going to be a DJ company, you can do you it are, You're, you're a DJ company that second. Right. Well, know. I mean, it's, it's the same thing for every profession, right? But it's all about where you're going to take it at. And what the real test is, right? When people go to venues and they say, can you provide a limited liability insurance <laughs> certificate? Like I see people all the time on the in the in the group site. I know, I already so, know. <laughs> where do you get I'm one? Like, where do you get one day insurance? Where do you get one? It's like, dude, just contact your it's agent. So it's cheap. so easy. It's, it's so cheap for so our industry. Cheap. For our industry, especially if you're right for us, us specifically. I was about to say, there's industries that I've heard the price points. I'm like, holy shit, yeah, you pay well, what? With, with my store, I had three types of insurance for my for my retail store. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to carry liability on the vehicles, liability on the building, liability on the inventory. Yep. Like, you know, and then for the building, I had to carry liability in case somebody got hurt in the parking lot. So, right. yeah, yeah, four, four different insurance. But, you know, Damn, I should have got thing. hurt on your on your property. And, well, you know, crash that booster board into the <laughs> I, uh, I sat down one of one of my 
actually is someone who DJs for me. Um, they're starting a, a different company, right? Nothing to do with DJing. Yeah. And it doesn't even really matter. Uh, but they, they were like, Eric, I want to sit down with you. You know, I've seen you turn out at some company from scratch. So I want to ask you some questions about what to do. How did you do that? So we sat down and the first thing he says is like, before we get started, he's like, my question is, I need to know what questions I need to ask you. And I was like, that's very oh, true. Well, yes in a way but at the same time like that's just an example of trying to jump the line and that's like dude you gotta i was i wasn't pissed but i laughed in his face i was like bro uh this is about to be a real short conversation i can't make the questionnaire and then answer the questionnaire <laughs> you know what you, you could have done you could have pulled up chat gpt and say what questions should i ask to a small business and, and that is true but but could have gotten on Google. What are you no, know? I'm what saying, are the steps yeah, to he starting on he starting a that. business? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Just you got you you got to put in some work. I immediately told him I was like, listen, this isn't going to be one of those things you can do that shit with. You're going to have to put in the footwork if you want to pull out anything. You know, either the, um, right. you're that or the money. Well, look, one of the two, a, money or that. And slowly, as you get in, the money will be there, so you can delegate things that you can't handle. But at the beginning. There is no money. You have to learn right. everything. You have to do everything. Well, unless you're well you know, listen, th this is the thing, right? When these trucks keep riding by down, I don't know if people, I don't know if I'm staying at a hotel that's on the main cruising drag or what, but <laughs> we can hear I feel you. like the I same can, so. fucking there, truck keeps We do coming. hear the truck. It's always a diesel <laughs> truck, too. That's the thing that's been cracking me up is it's always a diesel truck. It's never I'm in like. Florida. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Uh, uh, praise Dale, raise hell or something. I think I think the, I think they're celebrating uh, what you call it. The, who, who's the governor down there? Announced the free free carry or something? Or oh, oh they support yeah. we, free carry now. Yeah, yeah, we won't get into that. So anyway, yeah, we won't so, get into politics, yeah, yeah. but yeah. So you know, the, the, so I've been doing business coaching, you know, for I mean, probably about fifteen years. You know, what I'm saying just working with with startup businesses, and you know, just just the thing, like like you said, you know, have you done your research? Most of these people to say they want to start a business can tell you every stat about LeBron James and a favorite basketball player or who's playing in the, in the Sweet 16 and who is this guard and who is like, but they did not take the time to look up how to start a business and maybe I can go read on LegalZoom. Right. Like it's, it's all these different things it's, like, yeah. huh, let me find a lawyer. Nope, I can go to LegalZoom for 500 bucks, but it's like, at least take that time to look at it. And, and once again, it comes back full circle during a pandemic it showed who really had their stuff in place because the government was giving money out. Oh my you God, they to, were giving money out. You just have to show them that you were legit business. Yep. Like, right. And they were like, take all this money, please. That, the, <laughs> that still to this day blows my mind what happened in 20 and 21. It's absolute bullshit in my mind, but it is yet again, that goes it is, to politics, I just don't but. understand. Like it's, it's almost... It was it's, too much. It, it was too it much. It was way too much. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this. I'm going to tell you. So, For the bigger companies, especially, like right. the ones that really got a fuckload of money out of it. Like So so I'm, I'm old enough, and you guys are, let's see, comp, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So 2008, I was already in business in 2008 with my retail store mm -hmm. and my DJ. So when all this stuff happened during a pandemic, I say 2008. Yes, Rick is doing the count. Right? I, was, I was in so, sixth grade. So <laughs> I was 18. So, so 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 when 2008 came, it I mean it 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 took a, a toll on everything, especially small businesses, right? Mm -hmm. And the government dumped all this money into the big businesses, and none of the money trickled down. It just gave people bonuses. 
for their for their private jets. And so so the economy took a shit. Like, you know, people's literally getting foreclosed on, cars getting reposed. So when all the pandemic happened, I was like, oh shit, 2008, back around. All over. But I learned from 2008, so I was prepared. Like, all right, I got some cash in the stash, I'm ready to go Mm -hmm. if shit shut down. But the government did complete opposite. They put the money out to keep the, it's called market injection. And they just dumped a shit ton of money into the economy to keep shit from going under. Like, Mm -hmm. it was bad. Like, you talk to anybody that was in business in 2008, motherfuckers literally was, Killing themselves. Yeah, no, like, I, I do remember. I was old enough, at least, to know yeah. what was going on. It was, um, it was so this time around. But, you know, I hear people say, yeah, man, I, I want to do this DJing gig. I want to do this, man. I like you having a good time. Like, yeah, but this is legit business. This ain't no part-time hobby. I'm paying taxes. I tell people, when you start paying taxes, it's a business. Yeah, right. Are you paying taxes on that money? Yes. Uh, uh, okay. It's like, all right. All right Fuck, all right. yes, I am, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. It's like, too much. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it, it is what it is, man. But you know, that's what I, I hope anybody watching this will even look at. Say, you know what? Go on legal zone. It's easy. You know, you can say Google. If you know LeBron James that you should be able to find out what's going to take well, you to get well, your business you have, you have the whole, like I said, the information is just at your fingertips. You just have to reach for it. You just it have to Google days. it. I didn't know shit about shit when I started my company and I was just obsessive. So I just figured it out, you know, but I didn't take any shortcuts either you know um google went around it. when i started my business well, <laughs> yeah, I got, damn so you're like a caveman huh no, uh, <laughs> no seriously man like i'm 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 still old school flyers hand bills I, you know i still believe in that with the digital but you know everything repeats right mm-hmm. everything comes full circle people are like oh well how people like Rick used to always be like, man, you always out doing this. I'm like, yeah, I still put flyers up in classrooms. So I used to DJ at the bars. Hey, you right? know, you know, I took the advice though from you and Mikey though, and did that same shit. Yep. I did that yeah. same shit with the stack of flyers to every frat and sorority party yep. to get yep. people to come yep. to the bars, and it works. Yeah, man, it works because, it, because I mean, there's so much content out there right now, right? It's like, how can you distinguish? yourself from everybody else without giving Facebook, Instagram, all these other digital companies money to make sure you pop up on top of the algorithm. Mm -hmm. And it's good old analog flyers. You know, you can't put them on cars anymore. You probably get arrested, but you can still stand outside on the corner and pass them out. Don't don't put them on cars. They still pay little kids to do it for you and they won't get arrested. No, they still do it here. I get get a moment. (laughs) If if I park downtown or in a parking lot at like the convention center, they always be, they'd be going through there, putting the cars and flyers on them still. Uh It's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> new CD coming out. They promoting they, they new mixtape. Oh those flyers. Yeah. Oh no, not those. <laughs> that's in front of Walmart. That's, that's I was going to say that's in front. That's front in Walmart. I, I literally got hit. I bought one from Walmart the one time. Uh, you get pressured into it. Those dudes are like good. That. I need to hire one of those dudes. They'll literally just they'll like, sell you, man. They'll like hand it to you first. They're like, hey, hold, hold this for a second. And they're like, all right, that's let me tell $4. you four dollars. And it's like, fuck, what the hell? How'd you even do that? You know? Nah, man, it, it's a dude from. Chappelle show, like, let me holla at you, girl. Let me holla, 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 holla. That, that's what you need. You need somebody out there like, hey, 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 come here, come here, come here. We're having a party. We're having a wedding. Come and let me holla at you. And it's one of those things, man. It's like, I still believe in upfront and personal. Like, when I do bridal shows, I'm literally walking around <laughs> talking uh-huh. to people. If, if people aren't coming my way, I'm going to bring them my way. Yeah. 
Like, it's just like, hey, come on over and see me. Hey, how you doing? Back when me and Graham used to do them together, we you would, guys were we deadly. would, deadly. It, it was just funny. We'd turn because we were bored as shit. You know, it's boring. But like, people would walk by, and no one wants your flyer. You know, you try and hand it to them, and they're like, hey, I do It's too much commitment already. So we would walk out in the <laughs> middle of the aisle, and I would bend over like I was gonna tie my shoe, and I would look at someone and be like, "Will you hold this for a second? And they take the flyer, and then I just stand up and be like, "Thanks," and walk away, and they. They would laugh because they realized what we just did and then we talked to them you know so it was like a, a funny thing um i fucking hate doing bridal shows yeah man you, you know, know it'd was, be funny if you had some paper air, paper airplanes like yes. make some paper airplane brochures and just throw them at but then, people but they'd have to catch them and maybe catch yeah i don't know maybe look, get some, I, maybe look, get some look, balls some of the like your logo and shit on some like foam balls or something for all my people. Gee, sticky Catch, <laughs> dude. I I had I didn't try. I'd have had keychains. I got new keychains now, so I got some brand new keychains I'm giving out. Um, I didn't try balls. I I used to have condoms with the with the logo on there. Passing them about out the those. bar. What is that? Um, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 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 I believe so. It's a term called guerrilla marketing. You ever yeah. heard of guerrilla marketing? So. So this has always been my thing. You know, we, I learned that in college back in the in late 90s, right? Guerrilla marketing. Uh-huh. Self-promote, invest in yourself. And I always, to this day, is constantly pushing stuff like, hey, here we go. This is what we got. Even now with the bridal shows, I got the photo booth set up. And on the bottom of the photo strip is a QR code to take you right to my link tree on my website. Right. Depends on what's uh-huh. going to happen on yeah. the bottom. Oh, you got a card? No, just come take a picture. Oh. Yeah, there's my card right there, and the, I got your email. And so they'll put I'll it on the fridge. The yeah, most, that, those are good. The most impressive thing, um, or just little thing I know about A Rock in terms of guerrilla marketing, this this dude doesn't own a piece of clothing that doesn't have his fucking logo on it. I swear to God, I, literally, right? I no, literally, that from every the last every fucking thing he wears has his logo. The only car, I'm pretty sure to this day, it's still the the only car he's got is his van that's wrapped in his damn logo. Except for his wife's car, but that's about it. I sold the van. Now I got the Mercedes, and I got the personal European plate with the <laughs> logo on it. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you you sold the transit van? I sold the transit van, and I brought a, a Metris uh, in oh, twenty one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I, oh. I brought a new Metris in twenty one. So, but it's still got your logo on it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, it still got my logo. So, but you know, it's <laughs> so so. I'm gonna tell you the, the the story behind that. So back in college, yes, and and this is I take you back to ninety eight. Right, ninety-eight. So I'm sitting. I'm my, sitting in this large lecture hall. <laughs> this large lecture hall class, and the teacher. It, it was a TCOM class, marketing class. The teacher goes around the room and say, "All right, if Nike paid you X amount of dollars to wear their logo, would you wear it?" And everybody in the class raised their hand. Yeah, he said, "All right, now what if they just stop paying you a month into the, them paying you? What are you gonna do?" And everybody, oh, you know, I ain't gonna wear it. And he went around and pointed out Everyone. everybody's clothes, right? And then he started saying, "Well." You all are students at a high university paying tuition, but yet you all still go to the bookstore to buy a high university clothes. <laughs> so I left there, I left class, I went uptown, I went to two t-shirt shops, literally immediately after class, went up two t-shirt shops. I said, hey, can you guys make me a custom t-shirt with my DJ brand on it? This is 98, right? One shop blew me off. They'll stay nameless. They just blew me off. Went and, they was like, oh, well, we see. Went to another shop. I've been doing business with them for 25 years. Uh-huh. They're still printing. They're still printing all my shit 25 years later. Wow. You know, but everything been on my, you know, and then as I get older out of college, I started looking like, huh, these clothes are basically my uniform 
and it's basically a deduction for my taxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right? So, you know, over the years, and always been that way. I'm like, why would I pay, you know, this much money to wear this brand when I can just go find the same material and put my own logo on it? Like, I, if I see an Under Armour shirt I really like, I literally take a picture of the tag and then <laughs> I go search. I go search the material and find that same shirt without the Under Armour logo on it for a fraction of the price. Yep. Same same shit. You know, there's only ten places making the clothes. Right. So, so like, just show up, clothing mills. So yeah, it's one of those things. It's crazy. Yeah, I wish I didn't have a shitty last name because then I just put my name on everything. But (laughs) but 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 you but you got to value how much your name is. Your name can be valuable. I was right. It's it's all about the value you make it. That's low key why I started the clothing brand was just so that I could wear the same clothes every single day that rep DJ Life all the time. Yeah, I thought about making a a shirt to wear to the conventions that would just be like that would say like I am the DJ EP guy because that's always the question people want to ask me. Are you the DJ EP guy? Yes, they're literally just. uh, Are you that DJ EP guy or are you? You know, they don't because I don't look like I do on the internet because I'm skinny on the internet, but I'm not skinny in real life. So (laughs) they they. But but you know you know it's ironic, man. I was showing up at expos you know years ago with all my branding and stuff on. And people and people looked at me funny, like oh, you know yeah. this guy. This guy is conceited, or man, you really like yourself. Oh, like man. nah, man, I'm investing in myself. I'm not gonna wear Nike shit everywhere I go. Nike ain't paying me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm it, saying? I'm 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 not about to put this brand on, walk around with it. It actually cracks me up the amount of like DJs I see at those conventions that don't wear any branding at all when it comes to them or their company or anything. It's like, what what are you doing? I don't, I don't know. You should be it, repping who you are. It's investing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, you're going to go to the designer store. You're going to pay $100 for a T-shirt with somebody else's name on there. Mm-hmm. You can go get you 12 T-shirts with your name on it. What's going to have a bigger return? You buying that $100 designer shirt or you walking in with something with your own design on it and you got 12 different versions of it. You know, I sat through uh, a seminar with Damon John, the creator of FUBU, and he talked about how he got started, man. It was just like, it just hit home. Dude talked about it. he has six shirts going to music videos, letting these guys wear these shirts man. per video, Ooh, man. and then taking the shirt back. Yeah. Literally shot a video with LL and said, "All right, give me the shirt back." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like damn. Right, like, Ooh, you know where, where'd he go? <laughs> but man, if you look up that guy, you, you know he's on Shark Tank. But when you go look up everything he had his hands in, all the urban clothes during that time. He was behind most of it. Uh-huh. He was the brains. And so he was tagging different names on all these different clothes, but it was all him. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, he talked about that. He talked about how hip hop kept Adidas alive, kept Timberland alive. And you can't say the hip hop industry don't have anything to do with clothing when Adidas just announced they record loss for this upcoming year. Right. Yeah. Right. No we won't shit. go into detail, but yeah. we know why. <laughs> yeah. True that. Um, right so so the yeah, face, the facebook uh comment, the facebook right so facebook. just to remind you guys the original question is how do you keep yourself from burning out right and i basically said it has a sh- you have a shelf life as a dj so if you're capitalized super old you're probably too old and you don't realize <laughs> it and you're 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 being weird by djing basically and to each their own. That's my opinion. And that's and real. What, what, but, and what did this guy say? So. This random uh-oh. guy. So this uh-oh. guy. Uh-oh. This guy. Pops in. 
un- unnamed guy tags me, LMFAO. I'm 61, and I book more gigs than 99% of the people in this group. I have a solid 10 more years. Be that guy. Own it. So he's saying he's good until he's 71 years old, by the way. I don't know if you realize that math. And to each their own. You know. Okay, continue. And then I'll ask. The immediate second comment. Tags me. One more thing. I do college events. I do college bars. I play on that novelty. But I promise you, at least once a month, I get full on, come on to, and... Uh, that was he, the best one. Yeah. Oh, and proportioned. I think he said... He meant to say propositioned. Right. Yeah. Uh, I get full full on, come on to, and propositioned by a smoking hot, under 25-year-old with daddy issues. My 32-year-old son... With daddy issues. Yeah. My 32-year-old son tells his friends he can't hang with me. Rigor mortis can't set in if you keep moving. Just got home from my fifth gig since Friday morning. Uh, first off, I'm your son's age. Just, I'll get that out. So this is, this person is literally my father's age. Um, fucking killing it. That's fucking weird. I don't care. That's all of the, okay. Maybe if you were like a 61 year old, all you're doing is like some lame ass weddings. Okay. Okay. This dude is in college bars. This dude is doing, this dude is talking to, you know, 23 year olds with, quote unquote daddy issues you're talking like a 20 year old too you know like i i just i mean i I posted a meme but it was like a face like Mm. like when you touch wet bread in the sink it's that face you make (laughs) like that is the response he got and i was like very cool look look (laughs) man i was in a bar two weeks ago mikey was in town we did green beer day in athens He's like, let's go up and DJ. I'm like, all right, fine, let's do it. I say, I'll take the photo booth out. I can go get some promo pictures, promote it, you know, sell, something I can sell to the sororities later mm-hmm. on, right? Because they, they loved it. Man, we, we hit the 12 o'clock mark, bro, and we sit and looking like, oh, <laughs> oh. Like, I mean, it, I mean it, was a, it was a good time, but it's, it's like. You still got, you're only halfway there, man. Dude, dude, and, some like I, I had I had to get out the bars. I love the bars, but I felt like babysitting at, at one point. You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like, man, I'm just babysitting, and it just it just like all right, it's time for me to walk away from it. You know, you got you got to find your thing, right? I know people talk about this all the time. Like, what gigs do you need to walk away from? Like when people would be like, hey, I'm having this event. Can somebody help with a playlist, dude? Is, is this the event you really want to do? Like, you know, if you're if you're strapped on even coming up with two hours worth of music, should you do it? You know, diesel truck. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, praise Dale. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's one of those things is like, I had to tell myself, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I can't do the bars anymore. And then that's why I love the ships so much because the cruise ships, it's a younger crowd on most of, you know, during like the summer and spring break. But throughout the year, it's the 30 and over crowd. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying, and, and it's the crowd that want to dance. Like the group in the bar right now, do you, they don't dance. It's, yeah, well, you got to play the newest hip hop. It's not dance music anymore and whatnot. It's just different. They're not. It's like DJing for trance. You were saying proms, how you didn't like to DJ proms. It's because it's Man. fucking hard. All you can only play like quick like super quick hitters of the heaviest rap thing you can think of back to back to back to back. Cause they'll, they'll cheer the words for 20 seconds and then they're yeah. on to the next one. And it's, it's hard to play 200, 
250 songs that are all heaters. Like that's just too much, you yeah. know? You know, and, and I can do a prom, no problem. But I mean, I just like, like I'm from the age I like, I love DJing because I love seeing people dance and have a good time, right? You know what I'm saying? Like when I was in the club that you came to the club to hook up, now you come to the club to take a picture. Yeah. Like I've been going to Vegas for been going to Vegas for probably over 16 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I've seen the dance floor in Vegas get smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller, and when they're replacing them with chairs and couches and more chairs and couches. You know, you know sitting up, there like the room, right? Yeah. <laughs> so and then everybody come in, then then they they own square with a you know nine hundred dollar bottle of Grey Goose and and two dollar Walmart taking the pictures. Juice. That's it. Taking the pictures. Taking pictures. Right. You know, and I'm I like, was at the club. Yeah. That's like where's that's, the dancing at? Yeah. I mean that's <laughs> all happened? of life, I feel like. That's I feel like that's how every when I was at that fucking when I was in Rome for my honeymoon recently, we were at uh the leaning tower of Pisa, right? And Oh the, that was those are some funny photos. <laughs> they they everyone's doing I was just I was literally I wouldn't, I wouldn't take a single it. picture. I might take a picture of the Leaning Tower real quick, maybe. Even that, probably not. But what I'll take that one because I'm just not a picture taker. I don't give a shit, right? But Rachel was like, oh, you know, I'm going to pose like I'm holding it up and take a picture of me, right? I'm oblivious. I was like, okay, whatever the fuck. Take, take the picture. As soon as I took that picture, I look around and I realize there is roughly a hundred different scenarios of what we were doing down this walkway everyone with their significant other or whoever they're with is taking that exact fucking picture but and it was that's vacation and that's a monument we talk about a damn dance club oh you're not wrong but i'm just saying it's all about like look what i uh, look what i did look what yeah. look at me yeah you know look yeah. at me and my extravagant it's, it's the social situation. media it's it's everyone just trying to brag on social media they're not going for the experience they're going for the pick on instagram well you you're right man you know and that's another thing like people who really know me know i don't really post any of my personal life on social media you no. know what i'm saying like the stuff i post is me working you know even i'm on the cruise ship like my wife may come on a ship but we don't post any of our pictures with her on the ship with me or any of our vacation pictures, right? Just because I even use my personal page for business on top of my business page and top of my other business right. page, right? Yeah. And I'll tell people, people like, why are you don't put no pictures up of your trip? Do your wife ever come? Like, yes, she come all the time. Why don't you post? Because these are personal pictures. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is for us to scroll through and look at, not for everybody else. Uh-huh. But, you know, it, it is what it is, man. We live in the digital time, right? You know, like even now, if you go on my page, Everything I put up is from all these events I'm doing, right? You know, because it's, it's promo for me. I'm pushing this live streaming, uh, you know, venture. So I want to show people like, hey, this is what I'm doing. But like, I got, I had 15,000 pictures on my phone at one point, and I literally just cleaned off probably 9,000 of them. I got something like, like two that. months ago. I screenshot everything, but it's all but, memes. I, I just screenshot memes all day, but I have so many screenshots. <laughs> but you know, that happened when I first started working on the cruise ship, Larry, I was like taking pictures of every port. But after you go to Jamaica like 20 times, like, eh, it's the same. I already seen this already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, what's the excitement at? Like when I went to Europe, I was like fanboying, walking around, taking pictures. I like, you know, like, oh shit. It, is, it truly is like here? another world over there. It it's, is. It's almost, it is. you've never seen it in your life. It's, you kind of do want to log it a little it's bit. It's history. It's history. It's you, you're looking at, you I'm walk excited. through history, but, 
But it's still one of those things. It's like, you know, everybody's trying to show everybody what they're doing, right? It's like, why are you very look me? at me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, uh, I do it. I don't do it necessarily with stuff like we're talking about, but I definitely am like, oh, I book a billion fucking events, you know. Hey, but 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 that's but that's financially it beneficial. Is. That's to what I was going to say. The say, reason I do wise. it is because of money, you know. Um, and, and, it's and, different. And that's personally. the difference. Yeah, per, the personal bragging versus business is marketing. Like when you're doing when you're posting stuff like that or posting look at me and all this, that's a marketing perspective. Um, but I mean. I guess we're in the age of the influencer. Um, I would know practically, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are an inf- you're 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 <laughs> semi influential. I'm, I'm you haven't I'm, influenced me to do anything I'm yet. Niche. So I'm waiting to call I, you. I back. didn't. I didn't. What what's in your wallet right now? Oh, you do. You, all right. Oh, all right. Can, okay. Can <laughs> My boy I'm got me show. the Amex Gold. <laughs> I, I just, I just wait till Rick gets sick of stuff and call me and say, "Hey, I, I got some for sale." So no you know, shit. Yeah. This dude literally, I, I, he's like, "What do you, you you sell anything?" I'm like, "I really don't care for this bun booth anymore." And he's like, "All right, wow. I'll be down next week." <laughs> wow. Shit, I came Shout down the next bun. day. He hit me up, <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, I'll come down and pick it up." You know, but it, it's one of those things, right? I know when I see shit on Rick's channel and then i see 10 other people with you know it's like the maui the maui 44s uh-huh. right when those came out you know it was three people we know who all three had them right then it's like it's 300 people right with them. yeah well, you know the, it's like the what's that new ev speaker that's battery the e-verse e-verse i want one i want actually Why? i want nine of them oh yeah but what does it have usb outs it has. Oh, a, we're talking gear. Shut up. We're, we're talking gear. The, and, right, and a brief conversation. It's, it's the, the killer, the kicker, it's waterproof. Oh. The speaker is fucking yeah. waterproof. Well, you still got to find a waterproof laptop. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> a start, though. That's a good that's the start. Let's get an iPad in the case. I don't think you ever case. told that story on the podcast, but that's fucking hilarious. Oh, where the DJ... <laughs> where the DJ just kept DJing the ceremony this with DJ... the laptop in the pouring down rain and then wonders why the laptop got fried. <laughs> got, yeah, he like hit me up and was like, hey man, my laptop fried at the gig. And I was like, what? How did that happen? He was like, well, the, it was raining through the ceremony. I was like, you just kept going? Like Bugs flying on me. I was like, you just like kept going? You didn't like shut it down? Like Listen. what the hell? <laughs> like cover your laptop so, or something? So I can tell you some stories, right? Well, I... You know, it's like I've done so much just in my personal life with the DJ in the States. But then when I go on a ship, it's a whole nother world. It's like it's like every scenario you could think of come at oh, you. Oh, so yeah. I'm curious. You, on the you, ship. Would get, you would get massive rain to come out of nowhere. You literally be in the middle, like just going and next, you know, bam, yeah. downpour. What, what's, the pro, what's the protocol on that? Because like. So we have so much in place, right? So we we, we talk cruise ships like in depth, and I, I only can speak of Carnival because that's who I work for for going on almost. Uh, they're eight they're years only now, the right? biggest cruise person yes, in the whole entire and, world and, by and, a and mile. Just, yeah, and they just picked up six more ships, right? So they're they're so, fucking conglomerate yeah. massive. So that's a good word. On on one ship, on one ship, we have at least three to four controllers on board three to five MacBook Pros, all with the same matching library. And then we have a Pioneer setup and a nightclub, right? So we have different controllers for different locations. So we have the SR or the SB 
for the, the daytime or outdoor stuff, right? So we can move that around easier versus moving a set of CDJs around. But everything matches. So you, you think about how much gear just Carnival has. Take all that gear times 27 ships. So that's how much gear they're, they're out every, every day on a boat. Mm -hmm. So we will go through gear like no other because the salt water would literally destroy the controllers. I mean, if we can get it, if we can get six to nine months out of a controller on a ship, we're doing great. Yeah. Because when we're outside, the wind, the salt water, these things will start rusting out. Same with the laptops. But I have been out literally DJing on an open deck and literally, bam, come down on the computer, flip it over, let the water drain out overnight, and then go back out and DJ with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it it's like, it works. I honestly, I, don't know how. I had never heard of a laptop just frying because of the rain. That was a first for me. Uh, it was weird. That was weird. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot also. Yeah. For, for like letting but, that happen. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Instantly rain flip upside down. It's just shut it off. Just don't continue. Don't just stand in it and be like, well, it's raining now. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's interesting. I, I literally picked up a golf umbrella. You know, the big 60 inch mm -hmm. golf umbrellas. Yep. But they got the flaps to keep them from blowing away. Mm -hmm. And if I if I slightly doubt that it's not going to be a clear day, like if I just see one little... I literally got that golf umbrella next to me there when I'm go. doing outdoor ceremonies. Yeah, I mean, and it would cover up most of my gear, even my DJ rig. Mm -hmm. And I literally have it there with a tarp. Or a I was piece about to say, I bring a tarp. That, that, <laughs> that's that's my go-to. Throw a tarp over it. Throw a tarp and go. Smart. But you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Like over the years, you figure out you know what to do and what not to do. I you actually, you. I took a big chance doing it, and it's mainly because. Um, the bride was one of the photographers I worked with quite a few times. So I, I took a little bit of a chance on it, but pouring down rain and you know, it's a photographer. So really wants the photos and credential like downpour during her ceremony. And, uh, I, I straight up told like her, her friend that was coordinating. Her, I'm like, I can't like, I can't give you anything. And I, and I, I ended up making it work. You know, I, I was underneath the tarp. I had my buddy Brian, actually, who's in the chat, was with me at that wedding. Uh -huh. He was holding the umbrella, and I had the tarp propped up on the laptop, or actually iPad. I think I switched to my iPad to be safer and was queuing up the songs. And I still had them with lapels in the pouring on rain, and thank God they didn't get ruined. I've been so pissed. Yeah. I mean, I, I think some people don't realize that. They don't realize how much money we got invested out there oh it's just a couple drops and the people are just oh she was cool she was cool but she knew too i talked to her and everything she's like and i actually played it off like i wasn't doing mics or whatnot and i actually just left them on them and you know a couple yeah, drops it, did come through the mic you know you heard the drop hit the mic and i was like oh yeah hope that's still good uh-huh <laughs> it was still yeah, fun but you, but you made it work it's professionalism right and that's what that's what people don't understand you know so it's like we, we, we go back to some of the new DJs, right? It's like, do they, I tell people, you know, you're not paying for my gear. You're paying for my knowledge and my professionalism to come out and do this event, yeah. right? You know, and that's be like, oh, you're kind of expensive. And I'm like, you know, but I know if something happened, I got a plan B, C, D, and I know how to work a crowd. I know how to MC. You're paying for my experience, not for the gear I'm bringing out, mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's what you tell people that like, no, you're not paying for the gear. So back to the Facebook question or anything like that. Uh, when I was working full time as an engineer, I actually did do a practice where um, after every like three or four weddings in a row, strictly booked myself as unavailable. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, I'm working 
and 60 hours a week as an engineer. And then on top of that, I'm trying to DJ on these weekends doing 12 plus hours a week. But as soon as I made the flip to go full-time DJ and also my rates went up considerably as well, um, I'm perfectly fine. I would DJ every fucking weekend. I don't care if they want to pay me my rate. I'll go DJ. Like it's, it's just like my mental game is so much different with where I'm at in terms of, I can take Monday off now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm at the point that I'm just kind of nitpicking, you know, my, my, I'm like, like, like Eric said, you have to put an expiration date on where you want to be at. You have to set goals, you know, and I set a goal a long time ago when I started my store, you know, and I opened the store off the money I was making from DJing. So the goal was to take the DJ money, open a retail store, get out of DJing, run a retail store, retire from the retail store. What? I sold the retail store and I'm back yeah. DJing just because I was so burnt out from DJing. I was more burnt out from the retail than DJing. Even working on the ship three to six months out the year, I was still more burnt out from retail yeah. versus doing what I love doing. You know, so, you know, I always tell people, I say, you know, but you got to put an expiration date on. It comes back to finances, right? And you got to have an you, exit you, strategy. You got to have an extra strategy. You, you know, you don't want to be moving. I don't care how light the gear is getting, right? Or how simple the gear is getting. You don't want to be moving no gear at 60 years old unless you really, really, really want to. That's or somebody paying you really, really good money. Or you should be paying somebody a 30-year-old age to set it up and you just come in and start DJing and they tear that shit down and move it. Yeah, well, if you haven't changed it to something that, like you just said, whatever, one of those options, you just wasted 30, however long you've been doing it. Think how you you weren't moving forward. You're You're stagnant the whole time. If that's what you're doing, that's an example of you've been stagnant because I was DJing in college bars and talking to 20 year old bitches, whatever the fuck at fucking 18, you know, and then I did it until I was 26, I think. And that was when I started the company and went that way. You know what I mean? Um, right. And you're following your crowd in a way, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, I just, you are, you're following your crowd and. I guess cruise ships, is not your would, would cruise ships be the next one if I get on these 14-day cruises when all my people are in their 50s? <laughs> Man, you know, it, it's you know, long, what? long away. But l- l- Listen, I had I actually had, like, some of the DJs hate doing these journey cruises, which, you know, they own there for this long. I literally had the best time ever. Did your light just go out in your room? Oh. <laughs> That's the, time in, that's, the, bill, that's so. the time indicator. That's the time indicator. <laughs> Let's you know what but time yeah, it is. So, but, you know, before we get off, I, I, I do want to say this, right? Because you got a lot of young DJs listening to your podcast. And I've been doing this for a while. And, you know, I'm all about business. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Numbers, 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 right? And I, I just want to tell people this, man. Know your business. Like, legitimately know your business. Like, don't say, yeah, I'm out here cranking out this many weddings a year and I'm making this much money but you don't know what a profit loss statement is. Like you really don't know how much money you make it. Like, oh yeah, I made $1,500 uh, this month, but my bills this month cost me $2,000. So I'm in the rear $450 and some change, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, and there's so many people that I've met, you know, even during a pandemic who really didn't know what their profit was. And they've been doing it for months, years, decades, you know, it's like, how much money did you really make? They didn't you know, know their I, true and, profits. They, they and so they, right. They had their theoretical profits. Like and and you don't you don't need QuickBooks. You know you don't need all this. Get a sales spreadsheet. 
just making a sales spreadsheet like, hey, I did this many events. I did this event on this day, this day, this day. How much money did I really make and how much gear did I buy? Right. You know, you, you can't spend 50 grand on gear and you make fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Something ain't adding up. That's right? like so it, I hired my business coach in what, April, May time frame. And I knew like how much money coming in, how much money going out and like the bottom line profit. But she really like kicked my ass as to knowing like gross profits, percentages, what, what our best selling items are, what like, yeah, all the nitty gritty that really proves what your business is worth in the long run and where you're spending your money on stupid shit like gear and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and how, if you're overpaying your guys or underpaying your guys, depending on where you're at and where you're losing money. So I, I a hundred percent agree that literally knowing your numbers shifted my business like tenfold. You know, and, and I, I admire everybody out here getting it every single weekend. Just make sure you're getting what you're worth, right? And getting what you need to get to pay your bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing six events a week. Yeah, but you're charging $300. So you made 1800 bucks when you could have went and did a wedding for 1800 bucks. Yeah. So let's, let's do the six to one ratio on what you're making versus what you could be making. So... Uh, but you ain't getting flirted with with twenty five year old women when uh, you don't. Uh, uh, twenty five <laughs> is too old. We said oh, under twenty five. Oh, sorry, sorry. Specifically <laughs> with, with daddy issues. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. Difference. Hey man, you know <laughs> it, it's it's amazing how this whole hour we keep coming back to that post. <laughs> but because it's honestly, man, it's a it's a relevant post because I think a lot of people need to look at that. It's a mindset like, post. It's it's like it's a mindset yeah. stimulator. Well, what I'm doing now is trying to get out of all the all the lugging of the gear with the video streaming. You know, I did so much video streaming during the pandemic for four colleges and three large business, three large companies. Right. And now I've been basically built a whole mobile rig. Now I'm literally taking a full video mobile production out to do these events. And it's it's not difficult work. It's stressful as hell. Like today we was crammed in the uh, Florida State House Rotunda with probably just over 500 and something people in there, right? There's not a large area. I saw but, it. it was tight. But, but when we went live, we went live. You know, news team is there. I'm doing it on the, on their channel, and then they're rebroadcasting to their other channels, and it's like we're capturing content to show later on, and I'm sitting there sweating. It, and it's only 30 minutes. Like the conference 30 minutes and then we go get b-roll throughout the event go outside you know and follow the other guys around so it's literally five of us on this job right now so it's me me and my partner and then it's three other guys and then they got a, a fourth guy doing steals so it's a huge production and so we're in texas next week and then we go to california for four days which is like the largest event and then we hit three other places so Live streaming. If you need live some live streaming, streaming. I'll be down there. <laughs> live streaming. What day did you text me? You texted me that the other day this week, and you're like, if you need live streaming, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Look, man, look. When people, people thought I was joking about it when I started doing it. I say, look, now companies, first thing people say, yeah, we're having a conference. Is it going to be hybrid? Is it going to be in Zoom? Is it going to be Teams? Because people aren't sending people out to these conferences anymore. Right. Or is it going to be in person? Is it going to be hybrid? Because people want hybrid. All all events I was doing with the state of Ohio, they was expecting 70, 30, like 70 percent attending, 30 online. Complete opposite. 
40% attending, 60% online. If 40 people in a room, 140 people online watching, right? And it's just now like, oh, we don't need to travel. And, it, you know, people, you can't just put a webcam up anymore. Like people want, oh, we want picture in the picture. Mm-hmm. Or we want to be able to get interviews. We want this camera pointing this. Like, all right, how much you want to pay? Right. Midwest DJs live. And it's, look, and it's, look, and it's weekday live. work. Yeah, <laughs> Week, yeah. weekday week work. That's, work. That's the key to the whole thing. Weekday work. I got two events this week. As soon as I get home, I got, uh, I'm doing more live sound now. So... I'm slowly trying to work my way out of DJ. <laughs> like I love doing it, but I just need to start focusing on more money, less work. Right. Well, right. you're old, so you know. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. I, and look and look and who's yawning right now? I'm, well, look I'm, who's yawning? Hey man, look. I'm old. I never said. I said I was old five years ago. Hey, look, man. Look, as l- l- long as you keep moving, right? And a- a- that what the, the post said, keep moving. The yeah. rig of Morgan and also, so someone commented after that, and I like, I didn't know who it was, and I clicked through, and I looked at his pictures, and I don't know how old he was, honestly. He's, he's an older guy, but I was like, mm, you, you, you're good. Because you could just tell, and I was like, maybe I used the wrong words when I said <laughs> if you're old. I meant to say if you're fucking lame. That's what it is. If you're just some lame ass, you you know, and that happens when you get old, usually. You know what I mean? But, like, if you're lame when you're 32, you're still fucking lame, you know, and you shouldn't be a fucking DJ. This is how it is. Am I wrong? Oh, you're the, you're old, the life of the party. Look, look, old is new anymore, right? Old is new. So, but yeah, man. It, did, did y'all get any questions in the chat? Not really. I, I don't Not have really. YouTube open. Okay, all right, cool. I don't have YouTube open tonight, but yeah, no, I want to keep it on here. No, the people in the chat today were very, uh, just. They were just listening. Com- listening. What we got combing his chest hair. Never heard her. Talk about talk about Nick. Who? Spinelli, Spinelli combing his chest hair? He posted some. I What I'm thinking is he posted like a picture or a video, and his shirt was so unbuttoned. It was That's like down jer- to his, you know what That's I mean? It's the jersey thing. I, I even sent him a DM, and I was like, chess game strong or Bro, something no, like that. So a, I, I was at an event, and I just had like one button undone, so it was just a little open. I was like posting a story or whatever. He commented, he said, you ain't from Jersey. Button that bitch up. That's <laughs> I used to make fun of Graham all the time because if we were packing up back when he was like still training, anytime we were packing up, those buttons are coming undone. It's because he has a chest piece tattoo. And I'm like, we get it. You got tattoos. <laughs> Fucking come on. That taco You're meat. over there Show like, don't make me off. pull my sleeve up. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, dude, who cares? Come on, let's go. Um, get that taco meat out. All right, that taco up, meat, Racker. What? Rack them. Yeah, so, so expo-wise, are you hitting any expos up this year? We will be at Atlantic City selling both Lighting USA. I probably nice. You I got a booth. Not yeah. yet, but we're getting one. Yeah, I probably I might hit Atlantic so with the City, money. but other, otherwise I I might skip out all year. I've I'll just be gone in a, everywhere this year. Not DJ convention. I'll be in Nashville in two weeks for a business conference, but that's about it. I'm going to the collective. I forgot about that. Supposedly, clock is doing. Oh yeah, I'm going to the collective too. I'll be at the collective. Marcel's is going to the collective too, so we'll be there. Oh snap! I got him a ticket oh. this year. Yep. Yep. Oh cash. snap! It'll probably be his last ticket. Yep. Cash, cash in a car, go to the collective. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it is what it is. I I love all those conventions, but a lot of times I I sit there and I'm like falling asleep because I've been going to like national business conferences for 20 years. Yep. So a lot of the stuff they be saying, I'm like, right. 
Right. Yeah, this is a national <laughs> business conference. I'm going to Nashville. So. The business conference is a whole nother level, man. So good luck. Have fun. But I won't keep y'all on here. I'm about to go to sleep. Good luck. Because I'm trucks. about to drive. I'm about to drive home. Yes, we drove to Florida. 14 hours. You driving to Texas next? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. No, we're flying to Texas. This was probably the most expensive flight of all the plane tickets was Tallahassee. I was, it, I guess it's a small Spring airport. I know, Spring. I know. It, it's just a small airport. Like, literally, one person round trip was $1,000. Damn. So, I Tallahassee. Can, yeah, I can go to Greece for that price. Look, you can go to, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. You, are, you can go over to Europe for half that. So, yeah. all right. I'll let y'all go. I appreciate it as always. Hit me up when you got some more gear for sale. What uh, where 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 would you like the guys to go follow you at or find you? Um, oh, you can check me out. Everything matches. Uh, so djarock.com. It will point you to A Rock Entertainment. I own all those domains. So A R O C Entertainment or A R O C K Entertainment, or if you spell it wrong, A R C C. I bought all the domains just, that you can mess yeah, up. If you just hit your face on the keyboard, it'll pop up. It's fine. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> and then uh, you can go to my OnlyFans. Um, and then <laughs> so you hit up uh, DJ A-Rock Ohio Instagram. So real quick. So my link tree is, uh, is on my QR code, which is strapped to my book bag, right? So I'm walking through. So Are you, you sponsored QR, by Pioneer DJ? Actually, Pioneer just... We just got a partnership with Carnival, so one of the Carnival DJs will be at NAM in the Pioneer booth. So anyway, Ooh, we'll come back to that. So, but if you click on the link tree, the first link on there is OnlyFans. It says OnlyFans. When you click on it, it goes right to my website. Like <laughs> I changed, I changed it up before I went to uh, PBX. So I changed it up before I went to PBX. So you know, you can go on link tree and see like how many clicks yeah. one link could get. Uh-huh. Man, that thing like quadruple from. Really? Wow, that's funny because I would never click that. (laughs) I'd be like, wow, I definitely don't want to see his OnlyFans, and then that's it. It's probably people just, it's curiosity kills the cat. Yeah, like, I just want to see his dick. That's all. (laughs) No, it's not, it's it's probably not even that. It's just, he's got an OnlyFans? What? What's he doing? What's he doing on all? Is he, he's not doing naked content on OnlyFans, is he? That's what they're doing. Your haters are your biggest fans. Remember that. Uh, Oh, I trust you. I know that. Your haters are your biggest fans. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. I'm about to go to sleep before I can drive 14 hours on my birthday, son. Oh, well, oh my happy, Lord. Happy, early, happy birthday. early birthday. Everyone wish may, happy early birthday. Everyone go hit him up and say happy early birthday. I may I may knock on your door mid-trip because we got to come right through where you at. So. Oh, dude, come come pop by. When, when, what, tonight or tomorrow? Man, whenever we get up in the middle of the night, we're just going to go to the car and start driving. I'm going to sleep. And, so... Uh, as long as long as it's in the afternoon, I got meetings all morning. That's about it. All right, have fun. Anyways, right. uh, thank you guys so much for watching the DJ Life podcast. If you are watching on YouTube, and if you're not watching on YouTube, get all over the YouTube and hit the subscribe button so we can hit a thousand subscribers, and we would greatly appreciate it. Um, that was very fast. Nice, perfect. Thank you guys so much for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on all the sources if you're on Spotify. All that. And uh, we'll see you next week with uh, Mr. Brian Austin, local DJ, awesome star. Woo.